0: More morning, anytime. This is the Kissin' Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh,
1: talking about the big Oiler game last night, uh, Connor McDavid scored his 59th and 60th goals of the year. Uh, the fastest uh, fastest uh, 60 goals since, I think, Mario Lemieux, if I'm not mistaken. It's just, you know, it's it's ridiculous. He is on what they call in the sporting world a heater right now. And uh, it was nice to watch it. I was teasing Matt because he went to bed uh as the game started, and I said, You know, maybe you're not a fan then. And the texts are coming in to defend Matt this morning,
2: as they should.
1: I love the orders so much, have since I was a kid, but I work at 5 a.m. and I'm a mechanic, so I kind of have to be slightly mentally sharp for the day. LOL was watching the game in bed, had a sleep timer on to watch the whole game, didn't make the third, but was there in spirit. I wouldn't call myself a soft fan, Chris, with a smiley emoji.
2: This is the thing. Fans need to be more fanny than the other fan? No, can't we all just be fans and we know. enjoy the game on our own personal level? I, sure you can.
1: Go for it. Do it. But I... You're I, just saying you're better than me. I just... I, I, There is no way I could go to bed knowing that that game was on. I just can't. So I don't know. I'm... Maybe I... Like, I think that... Have you I'm, tried therapy? I might have a problem. I might be... I am i can't... I. Ha, I don't think I've missed a minute of any game this year. And I just can't. I just... I'm... And I, yeah, maybe I've I've got the problem. It sounds like you do. Hmm. Another text, Matt. My husband wakes up at three forty-five. Okay, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's early. Yeah, he's a Manitoba,n came out of the womb and Oilers fan, and he went to bed ten minutes into the game. You're just being responsible. Plus, you're a dad and a grumpy dad. <laughs> Will the kids play? Uh, they'll pay for that. Uh, we've seen an irritable dad before. We just like to send that dad to bed. No fun. LOL. Dads need their sleep. That's right. Okay.
2: Radio announcers need their
1: sleep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mechanics. Yeah.
1: Other people. I, maybe we've realized that I've got the problem. I've just. I'm like, I challenge you.
2: Well, yeah. it's hard in the home stretch. Yeah. Not to watch a game this c- last ten. Can't do it. <laughs> and hey, if you're thinking about booking Chris for an event, yeah. Check their other schedule. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a fact. <laughs> I just
1: can't. I can't miss them. I, like I said, I've now I've, now I've yeah, I've, I've, I started with the problem
0: was you, but now the problem is me. I just care too much. You finally figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning.
3: Hey. fucking hockey games and watching. Yeah. I'd love to watch games, but there's no way I can settle in for an 8 o'clock start. Right. One thing I'd like to know, why the hell are we watching the games based on an Easterner's perspective? Because they might want to watch the game after theirs.
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. I, it's very frustrating. It's, I, I completely agree with you there. Here's the, the thing.
3: The commissioner's <laughs> got to pull his head out of his ass and think that you know there might be people out here too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. So you didn't watch the game at all?
3: Unfortunately, I haven't been able to because you know yeah. up at five o'clock in the morning. And yeah. I need my beauty sleep.
1: Yeah, yes, you do of it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right; it is very frustrating that that's exactly why we have to pay with an eight fifty-two puck drop is because uh, yeah. because it's the second game of a second a, a doubleheader and blah 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 blah. Right?
3: Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we have our schedules out here. Yeah. that dictate that we have to be up at a certain time because, you know, being responsible adults, and we don't want to take it out on our kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And boy, gets dumped down. McDavid again, got it from Dryside.
1: doesn't sound like those people are sleeping in the stands it was late though i, I it was absolutely ridiculous they should not puck drop the puck at eight fifty two. they shouldn't they but i know they why they did it they got a double header and so uh, like somebody called us earlier and said uh, you know it's uh, for everybody else it's not for us yeah but it, but what a game what a game <laughs>
2: But like, why do they say drop the puck at 8.30 when they drop it at 8.52? Because the other game was still on at 8.30.
1: Like so I don't understand. I don't know why they say that either. It's frustrating. But Matt and I got into a bit of a, a disagreement this morning because he didn't watch the game. He went to bed uh, when it was on. So he came in this morning and watched the highlights. And he says, that's, that's good enough for me. I'm still a huge fan of the team. And so we got talking about that. But now people are absolutely coming at both of us. Some saying Matt's soft because he didn't watch it. Some are saying that I'm uh, overreacting. What would do Chris do if the Orders were playing the same night as Garth Brooks played a concert? What would take precedence? There was fears of that.
2: Really? Last year, right? With Fears. Well, if the Orders would have gotten to the Stanley Cup <laughs> That's, Finals. Uh, yeah, like, okay. What would happen? You know, if it's, if it's, mean, it's January and there's a game, would you miss it to go watch Garth, Garth Brooks? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. January. I don't know about March though, but you know, once we get a little closer to the end of the season, Chris has FOMO, says a texter, fear of missing out. A hundred percent. I have a fear that the game I don't watch will be the game that Connor McDavid decides to score seven goals or something. Like, you know, and then and and we'll be talking about it for the rest of our lives and I wouldn't have seen it live and it would be very frustrating.
2: You can still see it though. They have highlights, you'll see ah, it forever. It you can same? go to compilations on YouTube. It's not the same. I agree it's not the same, but like right you got to do what you got to do sometimes to be a reasonable human being. Like, yeah, get your sleep. Okay, yes. What about you?
3: What about PVRing the games? How do you feel about that? Then what? When you get up the next day or the next evening, when you get home from work. Yeah, or I,
1: I, you know what? I, I do PVR games. I, I, I do, but but like for a couple of hours. But there's no way, like, how would I come on the radio then this morning and just pretend I didn't know they we'd have to play spoiler alerts? Don't
2: tell me what happened in the game. And on the Oiler game, Chris is... <laughs> <laughs> Fingers in his ears.
3: No, I totally get it. I'm the same diehard fan. Yeah. I was there in the 80s glory days and
1: yeah.
3: love the Oilers. I can't PVR it. I've got friends that do, and I'm like, no, nope. I, I just, it's not live. It's not real. It's not happening. <laughs> I did go to bed last night at after the end of the second because I'm up at 5 a.m. and I drive in from sea by every day, so I need to be kind no, of awake for my morning you drive. You definitely
1: have to be awake. What's your name? Peg. Oh, hey, Peg. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it it's true. Um, thank you very much for calling, and uh, you know what? We appreciate you listening every day.
3: And you know what? This morning was extra special because I got northern lights and you guys, so it was, it's a good morning.
0: Matt mentioned that people were saying there were serious northern lights today, huh? Yeah,
3: pretty nice, for sure.
0: You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: Very important today. It's a national day, Matt, but you'll like this one, I think. Okay. All right, that's Coming up in moments, uh, yeah, the phones just keep ringing with the uh, LRT stuff. Kissing, good morning.
3: Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Hi. Just want to chime in here on your uh, uh, LRT comment. Yes, please. The way I see it is that if you're that stupid not to see that there's rail tracks and try to cross them without looking, then everybody deserves what they get.
1: Yeah, but the LRT doesn't deserve what Yeah, does. it's just going back and forth. <laughs> it's an innocent bystander in this. And then, of course, they have to take it off the uh, off the track, which is not what we need. But I think maybe they should wrap the LRT in bubble wrap or something, you know?
3: Sure. Do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let them get hit. <laughs> Put it in one of those, uh, like, drivers. sumo suits.
3: Everything seems to be trying to protect the, the, the drivers. Yeah. No, don't be <laughs> protecting
0: the drivers. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're talking Mad Max Fury Road here. You're listening to the Kiss Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, it's uh, International Puppy Day. We're talking
1: about those puppy names that are, uh, uh, yeah, fun. And there's a lot of good ones uh, coming in this morning at seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. My dog's name is Toaster. My brother and sister in law, Jeff and Anita, just got a dog and they named it Rooster.
2: I like Toaster. Toaster's a great name. Toaster. And also, there's a couple people that have uh, made a point. Uh, It makes my heart so happy when dogs have regular human names like Kevin, Marty, Rodney, Dwayne, or Phil. Right. Now, after that, somebody texts, my dog's name is Samantha Jane Wigglebutt. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great name. (laughs) And my grandparents had six con- consecutive dogs named Glenn. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> People that like, continue to name the dog the same name, that I find uh, strange. But, but Glenn? It. Well, Glenn too. But I I get it because you have this terrible habit after you lose a dog and you replace it. You just keep calling it the another name of the oh, dog yeah. that you, you're so used to saying. So Glenn, uh, Glenn. Come here, Glenn. Over here, Glenn. Yeah, that would work. Glenn 4. <laughs> All right. I knew somebody who named their dog Keeper, as in she's a keeper. It's a good one. Okay, nice. There is a Luna picture of a golden retriever. Beautiful dog. Thank you. You can send your pictures of your dogs. Good morning. We had two dogs. One was named Gunner, and the other was named Arrow. My friends have a dog named Kitty, K-I-D-D-Y, but it sounds like Kitty when you called it. My daughter has a cat named Puppy. <laughs> Okay, sure. Nash in Memphis, uh, uh, dogs, names, those are good names for dogs. Uh,
2: my cat's name is Thomas O'Malley. Thomas O'Malley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's very Irish. <laughs> All right, what about you? Well, first off, my Staffordshire Terrier, her name's Bubba Spuds with a Z. Bubba Spuds with a Z. Very important to get the Z. Yeah, yeah, with the Z. And then we just got another uh, great Pyrenees. Yeah. He is a black dog. It would be real big, but it's got all four little white paws peppered with black on them, so we call their pepper paws.
0: Pepper paws. That's great.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So I figured that would be a good one for on the radio. Kissing Country presents Morgan. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Bye. Kissing Country 103.9 with Chris and Matt, and
1: most importantly, you. Quick Draws coming up in moments for your chance to win. It is International Puppy Day, and we are celebrating in a huge way. Holy cow, are the texts rolling in! We talked about Luna being the number one uh, dog name in the world, and uh, we're looking for more strange and unusual ones this morning, and they are rolling in at 780 421 1039. My boy's name is Axel. There's a picture of Axel. I'm not exactly sure what kind of dog he is. There's a lot of Axels out there. He's cute, though. Yeah, he's cute. My dog is Jack, so you can't say hi to him in the airport. Get it? Huh? That's a dad joke. Hi, Jack. You can't say hi, Jack. Oh, you can say hi, Jack. Just don't <laughs> say it loud. <laughs> D-O-G. That's my next
2: dog's name. Spell
1: it out loud and when you pronounce it right. So there you go, D-O-G.
2: My aunt had a dog named Dog. Yeah. D A. W G, And oh. then it had a cat named Miss Kitty. Yeah. And then there was Lizzie the Lizard. They weren't the most creative people on earth. <laughs> Morning, our daughter and her hubby named their Corgi Richard. <laughs> Richard. Uh, that's the best Corgi name. They Corgis need to have human names.
1: Yes, yeah, so especially kind of like King Richard, right? Yeah, it would work, wouldn't it? I really want to name my dog Steve, which is probably why my family won't let me name our dogs. Steve would be good. Steve's a great dog. Human names are the best. That's what I'm telling you. Go with the human name. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, makes my heart happy when dogs have regular names, like somebody said. And with the names like Kevin, Marty, Rodney, Dwayne, Phil. Uh, my grandparents had six consecutive dogs named Glenn. Yeah, and that is just... That's crazy. This
2: is great too from Christy. My parents have a dog named Snurt. (laughs) (laughs) Snurt's a great name. Like, you got to go crazy with it. (laughs) Snurt.
1: All right. Uh, 780 421 1039. As always, you can call or text us with your crazy dog names. One more. Yes, go.
2: My sister's chihuahua's name is Sir Frederick (laughs) Snifflehoofer. Great name. Get weird. (laughs) <laughs> well, I would
1: just be nervous when you take it to the vet. You got to
0: fill out all that paperwork, right? Yeah, he's a three-namer. Yeah. Sir Frederick I'd go with. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's time for Quick Draw. We got Trevor and Jordan on the line. How are you guys doing this morning? I'm good.
1: On this National Puppy Day, uh, Trevor, you got a dog or two? Uh, no. All right. Wh- My mom does. Uh, what? What's What's the dog's name? Milo. Milo, that's a good name. What about you, Jordan? My
3: boyfriend has three. And? Two big dogs and a little dog. What are their names? Hazard, General, and
1: Tinker. (laughs) Love them all. (laughs) Hazard. (laughs) All right. He is a Hazard. We are going to play Quick Draw for Carly Pierce tickets. She's coming to the River Creek Resort and Casino August 19th. The first one to get three right is going to win. Make sure you just blurt out the first thing that comes to your mind. You guys ready to go? Yeah. All right. A type of fruit that starts with the letter K. Kiwi. She was quick. Trevor? Yeah? You're going to be all right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Let's, a little quick. That was a little quick. Something you find on a map that starts with the letter G. Gas
3: station.
1: Oh, boy, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Trev. <laughs> time to go. Let's go. Come on. Blocker here. A store name that starts with the letter Z.
3: Sellers.
1: Sellers. <laughs> you got boat race. <laughs> Tough luck, Trev. I think the only one that would have beat her today, Trevor, would have been Connor McDavid, like honestly. Totally. <laughs> Good call. Congratulations, Jordan.
3: Thank you.
0: Are you- you're listening to the Kiss and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in Love Court.
1: Hey, it's Thursday. It's time for Kiss in Love Court, which means you can reach out to us if you've got an issue in your relationship that uh, you'd like the listeners to potentially help you try to solve. It's like this text Hey, guys, I'm a little worried about my wife. We like to celebrate with a few beverages once in a while and we're headed to my buddy's birthday and there'll be plenty this weekend. But there's just something about the day and all the booze that makes my wife just so touchy-feely with everyone. I don't know if it's a social setting that gets her going or the booze, but after enough at the party, she's draped over all over everyone. Guys, girls, me, it doesn't matter. She's hugging and grabbing at nearly all things within range. I've talked to
2: her about it, but she thinks it's no big deal. Is this a thing? I knew a girl like this once. Did you? Yeah. Mm. She had a serious makeout problem. Yeah. Didn't matter who you were. <laughs> if you ran into her, yeah. it's, a, it's go time. I never did.
1: It's like I bar- was being faithful. Barnecking, huh?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Df Dance floor makeouts. Yeah. DFMs, man. <laughs> Loved them. Yeah. I think you wrote, well, I don't know. Chris, what do you do? Karen's like this, right? Oh, she's so hadsy feely with everybody as soon as she drinks. <laughs>
1: I yeah I don't have this problem so I'm not exactly sure I mean if there's fun loving and there's ah ha 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 and then there's
2: grabbing and groping I yeah I'm I'm not sure what first off let's consent as long as she's being consensual and whatnot and appropriate there's that we have to think about right after that yeah. I don't know, but maybe I, you get in her way. I, it does seem a little weird that she's all over everybody, and like you're standing there. Why yeah. can't you just like yeah, stick I, to one tree? You know what I'm saying? I mean, she is married to you. That's a t-
1: it's a tough look, I think. But you know, some people are just extroverts. Yeah, with their
2: hands. <laughs> I very extroverted
1: hands. I don't. Yeah, I. I mean, do you have the right as her husband to say, hey, no more touchy-feely anybody? Well, just like, I mean, there might be the whole, like, here's an idea. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, calm it down a little. Which sounds like he's already done. So what's the answer? <laughs> Stay off the sauce. Yeah. Don't go to the party. Wow. You have to It's to not up for us to decide. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 780-421-1039. She gets a little handsy-feely when uh, she drinks and has fun at a party. And uh, he seems to have an issue with it. Uh, First text in, that is ridiculous and probably makes everybody feel uncomfortable. He needs to say something
2: to her. What the heck? Maybe you lean into it. Maybe you start being the handsy couple. Okay. Right? The keys in the bowl kind of people? Yeah. All right. Secretly an upside down pineapple, says a text.
1: Yes. (laughs) That's what I'm I'm saying. The
2: pineapple emoji. (laughs) Do you know what that means, Chris? That means you're... You're game. You're a gamer. Yeah. You see Chris down at the, the safe with
0: upside down pineapple. It was an accident. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. It'll be an upside down apricot. I don't <laughs> even know what that means. Hey, you're listening to the kissing country. Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. Kiss and love court. His wife gets a little extra exuberant
1: at parties after she's had a few drinks and they got a party coming up this weekend. And He's like, she just gets handsy and grabby and touchy with everybody. And he's like, he's tried to tell her, but it doesn't seem to help. Uh, what is your take on it? That's why he's asked. If your partner doesn't find it respectful, then it's your job to respect your partner's wishes.
2: Okay. You know your partner probably better than other people. If you think it's innocent enough, is it is it okay? Right. I don't know. Imagine if the roles were reversed.
1: She'd be telling him no for sure. I know a couple guys like that. Mm-hmm. Good for the goose isn't good for the gander. (laughs)
2: No. It's a new world. Get
1: your hands to yourself. Try to make uh, her focus her attention on you. There you go. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, become the life of the party.
2: You got a peacock. Make sure she's only around
1: you. I don't think it's appropriate, even if she's okay with it. And uh, she's okay, even if she's okay with it. And she needs to think of other people around her uh, that her touchy-feely... Situation is not going to be good with potential consequences. For example, last year my oldest son got married, two other sons were best men, and my one son's wife got so jealous she left the reception. My son was just being friendly and interacting with other people, and there was a woman there that acted like this, and that's why his wife left the party, so just don't do it. Drama! (laughs) That's not good, is it? No. Oh, that's no fun at all. What do you think? Uh, you can call or text us at 780-421-1039 and don't forget, we'll be telling you the artist of the day for the Interrupting Kiss and Cash Cow at 8. Here's Sean Austin.
0: You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: I got a heart like a truck. There is Laney Wilson kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's a uh, It's currently uh, minus 6 in the city. We're not going to have that 20-degree warm-up like we did yesterday, but it's going to warm up in a a big way today to plus 7, so that's a a good thing for sure. Um, Yeah, there's a lot going on in the the world for sure, especially when it comes to uh, interest rates, and uh, there's a bit of a banking crisis going on down in the States uh, with some banks that uh, just don't have enough
2: money to... Uh, you know, cash the checks that they've written, so to speak. Uh, it's like it, it's a different system, right? They got yeah. a lot more smaller banks, right? Right, and they—I guess this one bank that went belly up was a Silicon Valley Bank, and yeah. all these like, yeah, weird people. It's a lot say, going on. I mean, it, it doesn't really, but matter. It, the, basically, I think interest—the
1: the, the the rise in interest rates has caused some issues. So uh, we got uh, talking, Matt and I about. Uh, uh, some people that uh, don't trust banks, and maybe, you know, maybe that time's coming again, uh, but uh, there, there's certainly people that haven't trusted banks in their throughout their lives, uh, traditionally, of uh, you know, the older folk, I guess. And uh, when they don't trust a bank, where do they put their money? Where do they hide their money? Matt, do you not dream of buying that house, right? When you buy it and you walk in and uh, you open
2: up a closet door and there it is. There's a false back. And next thing, and there's there's just (laughs) cash, just green bills everywhere. Uh Uh And it's like, oh, I bought a mattress off of Kijiji. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're like, this is not very springy. Yeah. Oh, there's a cut in it. Yeah. And there's just hundreds of dollars in that mattress. Yeah. In $1 bills. And and like my generation, say millennials, Gen Gen Z, even your generation, Chris, Gen X, we trust the banks. Our money's in the bank for the most part. For sure. But, But like boomer and boomer parents. Yeah. They have a tendency to hide some money. Right, right, right. And I love a good hidden money story. Like people who, oh, he never put once put a check in the bank. Yeah. He'd just go cash it and put all his money in books. Yeah. Like, what do you mean in books? <laughs> oh, literally in the books. <laughs> <laughs> like every page would have a 20 between it. <laughs> or burying it. Eh? Yeah, in the yard. Burying literally, it. Nana's out there with a shovel. On the farm. Burying it on the farm. Like, what yes. is this? Pirates? You got a treasure map? Yes. Can you imagine how Under exciting the, that would be? I guess, but then you forget where you buried it. Well, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: just talking about somebody else that finds it after, right?
2: I bet you there's there's tons of money still lost in farmer's fields thanks yeah. to these old farmers. I think that, so. That'll yeah. stay there forever. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's done, right? And, and it doesn't uh, last forever either. No. Time. So, I mean, it yeah, it'll decompose. Okay. Do you got a story for us? 780-421-1039. Uh, you can call or text us this morning. Kissing
0: in the morning. You're listening to the and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: Here's some stories for you talking about uh, hidden money. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Old coats from uh, farm sales would sometimes have cash sewn into the lining from uh, the Depression era. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that. Uh, they would do that, right? Uh, Paula says, my dad is someone who doesn't fully trust banks. He still has w- one uh, just not saved for money, so my wedding present came in... My wedding present money, that is, came in a freezer, uh, from the freezer. Just bricks of cash next to the deer meat? My cousin bought a house, as is, from an estate sale. There was still a bunch of junk left in it. After he cleaned it, he noticed the kitchen drawers didn't close properly, pulled one out, money stuffed behind it, pulled another one out, more money. By the time all the drawers were pulled out, they found four hundred k. Are you kidding me? $400,000. That's nuts! That works out pretty well for what, you. What, like... Why do you not trust the banks? Well, you know.
2: Banks fail, I guess.
1: (laughs) Still. My grandma used to hide money in her oven. There was a drawer at the bottom of her oven, and inside the drawer there was a little cubbyhole, call it, that she would put hundreds of dollars in, apparently. So there you go. It never did catch fire. Uh, they were worried about that, says G. <laughs> yeah, I bet.
2: There's got to be a better place in your oven to hide cash.
1: My Baba has money in an old coffee cans. Well, in old coffee cans, hanging in the trees. She lives on a huge acreage in the forest. She won't tell anyone where they are. I guess it'll be a huge hunt one day when she passes. Oh boy, will all of the kids be there and grandkids.
2: <laughs> you you want to talk about all-time great Easter egg hunts? Uh-huh. The old coffee can money <laughs> hunt? And like, I asked, does she know where they all are? She said, maybe 20 years ago. Yeah. So like, there's coffee cans and somebody's forest just uh-huh. full of dough. Oh, wow. There you go.
1: I worked with my on uh, my auntie's farm every summer. They had to buy a new piece of farm equipment that was quite expensive. I watched her go into the pantry, dig through a Rubbermaid garage, uh, garbage can that is, full of flour, and pull out a, a quartz sealer. She opened the sealer and counted the wads of money inside over $21,000. <sighs>
2: oh, I mean... Yeah, save, like if I go to the bank and I put my money in the bank, yeah. it's there for me to spend with my cards. Yeah, you put it in the bottom of a flower container. <laughs> yeah, I'm not spending it. Yeah, it's staying there. So there is like there is a method to the savings. Sure, not a lot of interest in the flower though. So you do have money in the bank. Is that what you're saying? What are you trying to get at? No, I'm just. Asking. My wife does. <laughs> she gives me a stipend,
1: <laughs> but you don't use a flower flower cancer. No, or. so
0: when you're robbing my house, yeah. all my money's in the bank, okay? Yeah. Just take the TV. You're listening to the and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
3: Get mad.
1: Hidden money stories. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. When my family moved to our farm, we went to dig in a small field for a garden and found $300 under one of the fence posts. And probably when that person hit that $300, bucks, it was worth a lot more than
2: $300 Oh, guarantee, right? You know, for <laughs> sure. Some absolutely wild stories coming in. <laughs> My husband's grandma moved out of her house to a senior's facility. The day she moved, she brought a briefcase from a closet that had a funny gra- grin on her face. My mother-in-law opened up the briefcase, and there was over $85,000 in the case. <laughs> That's like drug dealer style. <laughs> Granny <laughs> opens a case, and there's eighty-five grand in it? <laughs> what? And this person says, I also work for a bank, and our, our regulations are a lot stricter, and the chances of one of the big five banks failing is about 0.1%.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not happening in Canada, probably, but she had a grin on her face, did she? Grandma had a grin on her face and in 85K. In a- <laughs> Dinner's on you, Granny. Talking about Zellers, yes, it's back in Kingsway Garden Mall, just kind of a pop-up store in the middle of it, or whatever they call it. And uh, we're looking for your memories this morning. I got a lot of great memories of Zellers, says a texter. My daughter worked there as a manager. I bought a patio set that I still have, getting fabulous buys. The staff knew me because of my daughter, of course, and they were terrific. Such a sad day when they closed. But today I'm going to see if it still has the same magic as before.
2: Thanks to Zellers. I met the girl who touched my leg for the first time. Really? Yeah, we went to a party with all the younger folks who worked at Zellers. Uh-huh. She sat next to me and put her hand on my leg. By accident? Oh, it was on purpose. Oh, it was. You could tell the difference? Yeah. <laughs> that was it, though. <laughs> she touched my leg. It was great. <laughs> Thank you, Zellers. <laughs> <laughs>